Julie. Hey, Julie. Welcome to Hey, Julie, a podcast about Quibi. A podcast <laughs> about... Well, I guess not a podcast about Quibi because there are other podcasts about Quibi. Well, that's the thing. There's only one other podcast about Quibi and it's starting on Tuesday and it is hosted by me. <laughs> so, not that like you don't... You're, you're an independent woman. You can do whatever you want. Yes. But I will say, as your podcasting partner of a number of years... Many you know, years. I do yes. feel a little bit like, oh. Betrayed. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I didn't know. I needed to do this with someone who is as passionate about Quibi as me. And I wasn't sure if you, I feel like you're I'm just absolutely entertaining I'm absolutely not. I'm absolutely, exactly. I have negative uh, feelings towards Quibi. You're just entertaining my passion. And I found someone who also is obsessed with Quibi. So I'm going to do it with him. Cool. Cool. Good luck to you on your business venture. (laughs) I hope you all listen to it. I hope it's going to blow up. It's going to blow up. And then you're going to be like, you're going to be like the, my favorite murder gals, like flying to to New Zealand and getting paid a million dollars a show to do your Quibi stuff. And then it's like, Oh, do you know, she also has a podcast with some other guy. (laughs) Talk about (laughs) big brother. No, I, I'm confident that this, you know how Spotify just acquired the ringer for $250 million. I am very aware. I think we're going to, when they acquire the Quibi podcast, it's going to be a billion dollars. Quibi needs its own. While Quibi is a content, you know, making firm, they need their own content wing just to make content about the content that Quibi is making. Exactly. Just like how Bravo has Andy Cohen's show. Yes. But we are unaffiliated with Quibi and therefore can talk shit about Quibi, which I'm (laughs) unwilling to compromise on. I will be the bartender in the back of your... Yes! Oh my God, please do. Watch what Quibi's live... The Please podcast, do the show. Yeah, listen. To in order to host the show, I have to pay Quibi five dollars a month to yeah. get the ad version. I know you aren't willing to pony that up. No, I mean, and that five dollars should allow you the right to talk shit about Quibi. Mm-hmm. Whereas if they're paying you, you can't talk shit unless they're paying me a significant amount of money. Yeah. And then I will, I will zip my lips. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> we've talked about Quibi for five more minutes than I would have liked. Um, <laughs> we just had to address it. You know, with this, we, we do this on the pod. It. When I buy you a, a, a cameo and you don't buy me one back, I bring it up. When you start yeah. another podcast without me, I bring it up. <laughs> this has been Brett airing his grievances with Danielle portion <laughs> of the podcast. And now we shall air our grievances. Or... <laughs> celebrate the newfound wokeness of Hollywood. Bob June Ho! Bob June Ho! <laughs> Parasite baby. Here's the thing. The Oscars, was it woke or was it broke? Because <laughs> <laughs> yes, we might all be happy that Parasite won, but this year's Oscars broadcast was a flop in terms of viewership. (laughs) 
down 6 million people from last year. So yes, the right movie won, but not as many people watched to celebrate it. I texted you about halfway through. I was like, as it was kind of seeming like Parasite was going to do pretty well. I was like, the show is horrible, but the results Mm -hmm. are good. Yes. I think I said, I think I framed it in terms of a hot and not. But <laughs> yeah, the show was um, very bad. It had it was pretty much all lows for me, except for Maya and Kristen Wig. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We had a chat about Kiki Wig. Kiki Wig <laughs> is Brett's number one crush now. I, I mean, that look. Tell you what. It was a divisive look. It was like Kristen Wig by way of of. Uh, the sexy rabbit from that movie. <laughs> Jessica Rabbit? Yes. <laughs> I thought she looked great. She and Maya both looked great. I Let me tell you how I watched the Oscars, okay? Yeah. At least the first hour and a half, because obviously I left at 9 o'clock or 9.30 to go home and go to bed. But, yeah, I, started, I was texting you, you just stopped responding. I'm like, oh yeah, she's, she's yeah. definitely asleep for this. <laughs> so I went to a party... Um, of a friend's where I only knew the ho- the host, right? Mm. It was an intimate party. It was like maybe a dozen mm. people. And they were all, because the host is 24. Oh, God. So they were all 24. Oh. <laughs> they were 24. Were they, dr- were they very we- drunk? No, they were not drunk. They were like cool. They were not cool. Well, they were cool, but like they were... Um- Do Gen Zers not drink? Yeah, they don't drink. Oh, they don't drink... <laughs> They brought a lot of food, so the food selection was great. But the problem is not that not their youth necessarily, but also the fact that they just didn't know much about uh, movies. So I couldn't help but feeling because they'd ask these questions, they'd be like, "Who's that?" and I'd be like, "Oh, that's, that's- Zach Braff." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there was a show called Scrubs. <laughs> or like they'd be like uh maya rudolph is so pretty i wonder if she's dating anyone i'd be like oh she's been married to pt anderson for the past they like have five children yeah exactly or they'd be like who's diane warren and i have to tell them like it wasn't like it was hit people i was filling them in on i had to fill them in on who diane warren was i had a similar experience uh but different and it's amazing because you and I brought so many viewers to the table that I can't believe so they many. went down six million <laughs> because I was in Utah with my dear friends, Tom and Karen, and their good friends, also my good friends, Jacob and Natalie. And um, I think between the four of them, one of them had seen one of the movies nominated for for Best Picture, and that was Joker. The one that yeah. was like made like four hundred million dollars. So it was a lot of like you seem pretty excited about this Korean movie, Brett. <laughs> it was like polite. They were politely, obviously looking at each other. Like, who is this old know-it-all? <laughs> like about me? <laughs> what are you doing with people close to ten years younger than you? You know, it's a great question. I I really like my friend whose party I went to sure. and. Listen, they were all very nice. It was just, I felt like such, I couldn't help it. They were like, well, who is this? What's that? What's going on? And I I had all the answers and I have a very loud voice. So I think I came <laughs> off as very over, 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 um, what's the word? Like overbearing. You were like, um, oh, 
Laura Dern is a queen. <laughs> yeah, well, they didn't know. They, they don't know what I'm talking about. Oh, my what God. What else was Laura Dern in? You know, this is something they would God. ask. And it's just tough for me. So me. that being said, so um, th- let's talk about the notness of the of the well, proceedings. I don't know how long we listen. I got to go to bed at some point. There's a lot of knots. Okay, Janelle Monae singing huge. Okay, go okay. ahead. So Janelle Monae part one. She comes yeah. out in the set. She puts on the little red sweater. <laughs> she changes her shoes or whatever. You're missing huge, huge, huge parts of this, which oh. is she comes out and immediately there's a wardrobe malfunction. The, a button is undone. One of yes, a button is yeah, undone. Yeah. She like a pro. She does up the button. However, as she does up the button, the jacket falls to the floor. So that's two gaffes within the first 30 seconds of the show. I can't believe I've never asked you this question. And I think I know the answer. But Danielle, did you do high school theater? (laughs) Of course I did. (laughs) It it did have a very high school theater vibe where it's like, all right, we have $175 to recreate the set of Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. Um, so we're going to, we're going to do that and we're going to kind of give you the, the costume, but it's not the buttons and, and things aren't going to work. Yeah. It was just like, I felt bad for her. I was just very, to use the word, word my young friends used. It was very cringe. I thought the whole thing. And then, okay. So she sings that fine. This is the most, um, the, the Mr. Rogers movie will be mentioned for the rest of the evening. Uh, other than when they say Tom, they kind of breeze past Tom Hanks and not give him <laughs> and an award. Rita Wilson there, thank God, her makeup artist came on time. And is, so, my next question for you is: This the song that she sings? Like, it's a lot of la la la's and stuff like that about how tonight's right. the night. Is this a real song or was this something that like was written? I don't for know the... what this song is. I'm guessing that this was Janelle Monae being like, you know what? It's the opening. It's my moment. I'm going to sing whatever the hell I want. And in normal circumstances, I would support her for that. And I do support her. She's consistently the best dressed woman on any red carpet. And she was at the Oscars again. She's my favorite. But um, she, this was not, this was not a good performance. Like it wasn't. It was weird. It was awkward. She went into the crowd and tried to get people to say like, la, 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 along with her. She went up to Leonardo DiCaprio, forced the mic in his face, and he sings back, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, it was so embarrassing. I was upset. There's a really crazy and uh, kind of sad story that I won't get into um, surrounding an, an, a former NFL player who's like very fundamentalist Christian, and he recently... Um, he recently invoiced his kids private, like they're there. His kids, there's a divorce or whatever. He doesn't actually have custody of the kids. He found out his kids are in some like Chris, like Christmas play at their school. And he's a bit crazy. So he invoiced the school for $250,000 being like, you used my property without my permission. And like, wow. they, anyways, Leo DiCaprio is sending an invoice to the Disney Corporation and ABC being like, I get paid 20 mil 
to like <laughs> yuck it up with Brad Pretty Pitt and, and yeah. Quentin Tarantino. I put on a little fake wig, I kick around, I yell a little bit, I laugh a little bit. <laughs> that this is one seventy five k or two fifty k. Let's make it as even with the with the guy selling his kids to the Christian school or whatever. But come on, like that was that was crazy. It was just very uncomfortable. She tried it with several people in the front row. And, you know, it's like that audience participation bit mm-hmm. of, of like, this audience does not want to participate. And sometimes it works and it can be really funny, but that's not what she was going for. She was thinking, I think they were thinking like, yeah, let's get all these A-listers to sing la di la di la and it was they were not they were not in it to win it they were not down for the cause it's like of course Pitt and DiCaprio aren't going to do it go to the parasite row they're fucking having a great time they would exactly. they would sing that go to the costume designer from like little women she'll go sing in the there very eager mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. go to Zach Braff always always <laughs> available to do some jokes on on whatever network you got yeah, it was, it was, it was rough. Like, I'm comfortable giving it, like, even the dancing jokers, the dancing us people, the dancing melancholia, or no, what's it called? Not uh, melancholia. Midsummer. Um, Midsummer. Dolomite, dancing Dolomite. All it did was, like, remind us that those movies that everyone loved and made a ton of money weren't nominated tonight. <laughs> like, it, uh, it was a flop. I'm sorry. I'm that sorry, Janelle. Thought. I love Janelle. Massive flop. Massive not. But right afterwards, the two guys who are not hosting, Steve Martin, Chris Rock, how do you feel about that? You know what I give them? A hot. A hot. Yeah, that was very hot. I, I it liked was good. it as well. You know what I liked? It was they were very fast. Oh, they yeah. They were just running through those jokes, like at one after another, not even listening to the other, which I didn't mind because they were going a mile a minute. I was like, now this is what this award show needs. Just a mile a minute jokes. Keep it moving. Nothing was like too mean spirited, except for that one thing about like driving past the homeless people. I was like, mm. uh, I don't even remember that one. It was bad. It was like, cause the Oscars always does this. They think that making fun of the fact that they're out of touch, like being aware that they're out of touch and, um, like contributing to uh, it's hard it's hard because they are out of touch and if they don't make the joke then you're like these people are horrible and they're out of touch and if they do make the joke you're like wow you gotta make fun of yourselves too much i don't know i you're they're in a rock in a hard place i was watching that yeah i was watching that i was like how how about these guys just host next year like Stop oh trying gosh. to go out of the box. We're like, oh, we need to get Pete Davidson to host. And then Pete Davidson like tweets that or TikTok something that's offensive and they have to pull him away mean, or whatever. Like, just get some classics. And I was watching yeah. them and I was like, put these guys in a butt in like a road trip movie together. John Candy's been dead for 30 years. Steve Martin and Chris Rock, their kids are getting married. Or yes. Uh, Steve Martin's granddaughter, adult granddaughter, is marrying Chris Rock's adult daughter, and they have to get to Alaska in time, and their car broke down. Totally, totally. I'm, I'm I here. Did, I thought they were fab. Put it on um, Quibi. Uh, yeah, put it on Quibi. <laughs> um, I thought they were fab, and but let's not get. Listen, we don't need them to host. 
We've already mentioned the two people who should have host, hosted who are actually hilarious, Maya which was Maya and, and Kristen. Yes. So let's put them on the back burner. If Maya and Kiki say no, then they can host next year. But it was like hostless. It worked last year. I thought it was good last year. But this year I was sort of like, we need some sort of running person to check back in with us. It was weird that we're like, all right. And now here's Beanie Feldstein and Beanie walks out and she's like, and now here's Mindy Kaling. And then Mindy comes out and she's like, and now here's um, a talking um, cup. And just I, to, don't, like, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I want to give you just a little, co- a little more context. And I swear, then I'll stop talking about it. So at the party I was at, Beanie Feldstein came out and someone went, oh my gosh, did you know that she's Jonah Hill's sister? And no one at the party knew. What do these Z <laughs> kids know? Nothing. They're like, whoa, really? That was rough. Man, it's like they weren't there for the Booksmart press tour they weren't there for the exactly. mid 90s press tour like what what are you watching I don't know. what are you watching it's tough uh the ladybird press tour whatever it's fine oh God, anyway yeah mindy can i just say mindy was a hot that yellow dress was fab i i could not remember what she did or said because right before <laughs> Beanie Feldstein said, and now my hero, Mindy Kaling. No, she and said my queen. <laughs> no, I, oh, whatever, but it should be the reverse. Yes. You think uh, Beanie is, is Mindy's queen? I think Beanie is most of our queens. Yeah, Beanie's fab, but I, I don't know. They, they're equal queenness to me. I, you know, like Beanie's hasn't done as much. She has made True. a TV show, but like just the recent stuff from Mindy, not not working. Yeah, no, I definitely agree with that. I wish Mindy was just start a blog. <laughs> That's just, what I wish. Yeah, just start a lifestyle website and I'm just like, get no, go- just in ten blog. years do the goop thing. She used to have when she was on the office. She had a website, a blog called Things That I Bought That I Love, and it was so good and so funny and. It's like not everything has to be not everything has to be Reese Witherspoon with a production company buying the rights to every book written for women ever and then turning it into a TV show for Hulu. They don't all have to be like I that. Saw you that could ad. just have a blog. I saw that ad and do you know what I thought? I thought four words. Television actress Reese Witherspoon. <laughs> How the mighty have fallen. Five words. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but we love Big Little Lies. We love it. I love Big Little Lies. Laura Dern, I don't know if she deserved an Oscar for that. She basically just got an Oscar for, like, that. Talk about a glow up. Like, she got an Oscar for basically playing the role that she's been doing very well on TV for the last two years. She played yes. Renato, whatever her name is. Don't get me started on the Best Supporting Actress snub shall we talk about Kathy some categories Bates. oh god yeah, and richard jewel for richard jewel <laughs> don't even get me started i you know what kathy bates yeah. got snubbed but i tell you this i was actually at a bar last night with some friends who yeah. are involved in local politics there are some city mm. city council seats up for grabs nice they are they canvassed they got to kathy bates house Okay. Knock, knock on the door. Kathy yeah. Bates doesn't answer. 
Like her assistant, her assistant, no, her assistant oh. took, was there. They, the assistant was nice and, and took the literature in, but you know, what goes around comes around. Kathy Bates was snubbed and then Kathy Bates snubbed my friends <laughs> who are canvassing for LA How City do you know Council Kathy seat. Bates isn't going to read that literature and proudly cast her ballot for your friend for city council? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. You I don't, don't know. know. Kathy Bates is busy. Okay. <laughs> Tell yeah, something about it. She can't talk make, to every yokel who shows up at her door. She's not that busy. She's in one. <laughs> she's in one Clint Eastwood movie. They probably shot her stuff in like two days. <laughs> All right. Yes. Yeah, so let's talk about winners. Okay. Um, the first winner. Oh, we're, or, we're doing all of them. Well, let's just no. Let's just do like actors and movies, okay. like scripts. Okay. okay. Anything from any of the technical or weirdo ones. How about this? While we're still shitting on stuff. Okay. Randy Newman, put him in the put him in the songwriting hall of fame. Put him in okay. the Hollywood Walk of Fame. <laughs> yeah. If you're a, if you're a pop musician and you want to put him in your Mount Rushmore, you want to dedicate something to him. Absolutely. Well, okay. I, would, I live in Los Angeles. Every time the Dodgers win, they play "I Love L.A." and it's a very mm-hmm. fun thing. Okay. That song is fucking horrible. <laughs> that song he wrote in fucking he farted out in two minutes there's three lines in the song it's kind of about like what like th- there's like a there's like a, a pun in the song it's, it's called like I can't let you throw yourself away like because they're toys who throw themselves away but like yeah. the lyrics are about like someone who's like on heroin and like killing themselves or whatever like that song it fucking is. blows get out of here Randy Newman I'm sure your 24 love- year old friends had no idea who he was Oh, no, they didn't. And okay, one last thing about the party and watching it with these people. Yes. And because this relates to the best song category. So, like, Chrissy Metz sings that song from a Christian movie, right? Yeah, I, li- I didn't even know. I'd never heard the song. I'd never heard the movie before. I, I yeah, completely. Confused. But that was Chrissy Metz singing it because she starred in the movie. She's the star of This Is Us. And Is she like a weird it- Christian who's in. Like those no, movies. No, she's just an actor who's like on a network TV show and was like, okay, I get two months off. What movie can I shoot real quick and make a shit ton of money? Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. So, or maybe she's Christian. Sing I, too. I let me have sing no in there too. I have no idea. <laughs> yeah. But so, at this party, it flashes like Breakthrough by Diane Warren, right? Mm. <laughs> and these kids are like, oh, so that's Diane Warren. <laughs> They thought Chrissy Metz was Diane Warren. And I had to scream at them, no, that's Chrissy Metz from This Is Us. And they're like, no, it said the words Diane Warren on screen. And I was like, she wrote the song. They're like, this girl just looks like Chrissy Metz. I was like. What? (laughs) So these kids don't even watch This Is Us either? (laughs) No. I Listen, I. Because this is gonna sound like we're like I'm judging Chrissy Metz on her size. I'm body body positive. Yes, same. Ain't that many people look like Chrissy Metz? Well, ain't that the the thing is, ain't that many people who look like Chrissy Metz at the Oscars? Exactly. I mean, that's the specific thing. Is and also, it's Chrissy fucking Metz. Yeah, she's she's on the most popular fucking show on television. She's on the most popular show. Like, how do you? For one second, think she's anyone than who she is. I just don't. I don't know. I don't know. They all had like face blindness or something. Anyway, one. I always think when I think about Randy Newman, 
Uh, I always think about that. Part. Do you remember the Family Guy bit where they had oh, Randy yeah. Newman on and he, like, he only, <laughs> all of his songs are just him singing what he sees? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was funny. No? I thought it was funny. Oh, what? That was funny. What's funny? The, the, the Randy Newman bit. Oh, yes. <laughs> okay, good. You, it, like, uh, diluted out. for a minute. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm on the Diane Warren Wikipedia page. She does not look like Chrissy Metz. No, also she's... Also, was, like, 30 years older than Chrissy Metz. She's, like, a 70-year-old woman. Um, all right. So, now let's get to the okay. winners. Okay. Performance um, by an actor in a leading role. Joaquin. Joaquin. Uh, and I have some literature for you about cashew cheese. Oh, gosh. You know what? I don't disagree with Joaquin. I myself did not eat any uh, meat for dinner tonight. I just had vegetables and Trader Joe's cheese puffs, and I feel great about it. Um, I think this winner was a huge knot. I would rather see Jonathan Price of the two posts. Oh my get god! This. Hey, at the beginning when they're like, "Hey, Leo, why don't you go follow Allah into the mic?" Get Jonathan Price. <laughs> He'd love to do it. He's not he in that much. Love, he'd bring that British actor charm to it. I did, I hated Joker. I hated this movie. <laughs> I wanted to walk out but didn't. So I say this is a flop. I'm I'm happy for Joaquin Phoenix. Like I think he's one of the best actors. He is working. without a doubt. Yes, yes, yes. It's weird course. that he wins the award for sort of like the American cheese version of what he does. Like he's a very sharp and interesting cheese. And they're like, why don't you just make like this like this like McDonald's cheese version of what you do? As whatever. <sighs> I thought Leo should have won. I think this is Leo's best performance. I mean, I just, when people say that about Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio in this movie, and I liked this movie. It was actually a movie I did not want to walk out of. I enjoyed myself thoroughly. But I'm just like, haven't you seen them in literally every other movie? This is nothing different. I think this nothing is nothing different. Yeah, well, I don't know. I really liked it. I, I was watching Once Upon a Time, and, I was, and there was a point where, where Brad Pitt's like driving, just driving down the streets. I'm like, this is a, this is a movie. He's a movie star for sure. That crossed my mind too when he gets up on the roof and he fixes the antenna oh, or whatever. Yeah. Oh, I was yeah. like, oh yeah, this is a movie star. But <clears throat> an Oscar award winning performance? Give it to Adam Driver. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I probably would have voted. I'm not in the Academy. I probably would have done Leo one driver two, Phoenix three, just cause that movie is like kind of bad. And it's like, not so bad. It's like sort of the diet cheese version of whatever he does. Like whatever, what he does. Like if you want the real good performance, give him the fucking Oscar for the master. Yeah. Or, to give yeah. it to him for inherent vice. Oh my God. Oh, <laughs> if you can understand it. <laughs> I love inherent vice. And I don't okay. understand. I do not understand it. <laughs> so speaking of this speaks perfectly into performance by an actor in a supporting role, Brad Pitt. Sure. It's a knot. But then I look at, then I look at the other nominees. Who are you going to give it to? Exactly. Al Pacino, Joe Pesci, Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks is supporting? Who's lead in that movie? Matthew Reese from The Americans. Oh Him my and God. Carrie Russell putting on wigs, smoking Living cigarettes. in my neighborhood. Saw them outside oh. at a fair once. Oh, 
Oh, my heart. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. They're sweeties. Talk about inspirational couple. Mm, inspirational couples in Brooklyn. Not, yes. not you. <laughs> Reese and Russell. Thank I you love them for the clarification. so much. Uh, okay. Let's get into... Let's get into the weeds here, which was performance by an actress in a leading role. She's still going. Many people say she's still naming. She's just thinking of of first name (laughs) and last name combinations and just just going. I love this and support this because I, as I mentioned on this podcast, I think Renee is very special and very talented. I haven't seen this movie, but good for her. This is a hot. Have more people watched the Oscars that nobody watched this year or seen the movie Judy. I know. I, I, I didn't, I, it has nobody no appeal to me whatsoever. Really, A lot of people are confused about it. Like I'm not the first person to but, say on a podcast, like, like what the hell's the deal with this movie? Nobody saw it. And what little people saw it was like, yeah, it's not good. The performance is very good, but the movie otherwise isn't very good. It's sort of like, well, no, Bohemian Rhapsody was a big hit. Bohemian Rhapsody know. sucked. And I, Bohemian Rhapsody sucked. That was a massive not for me. You know what? I'm going to take a stance now. Oh, my God. (laughs) I know will be very divisive. Oh, my God. And might lose me some friends and fans. But I really, I enjoyed Bohemian Rhapsody. I had to stop watching it. I literally, I literally, I, I had the screener, so I had the the, the ability I, to. I just thought it was fun. I thought it was. I thought it was just a really bad. Like I, I like Rami Malek. I watched all of Mr. Robot. Don't Ugh. get it twisted. Ugh. That he sucked in this movie. The movie, ba- the movie's no, bad. No, he was so good. He was so good. I can't watch him just like lip sync to some guy who sounds like Freddie Mercury. With a fucking some chompers in his mouth, like it just didn't. I loved it. It, it didn't. I loved it wasn't that. even a good performance. He just kind of walked. Performance is beautiful. Every he just walks into a room and they're like, a song called Bohemian Rhapsody. Why? Why that would never work? And then he'd be yeah. like, Darlings, we'll just yes. do it, and then we'll do the next scene. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like another one bites the dust. That's a stupid idea for a song darlings just have a little <laughs> bit of faith and they fucking sing like two minutes of the song and then like every 30 minutes he'd like stare longingly at a men's room and it was just to be like he died of AIDS from having butt sex or whatever like and it didn't even do the fun stuff what's the fun stuff gay sex oh oh yes yeah, rocket man a- Taron Edgerton and the guy from the guy from uh, you know Game of Thrones and the Bodyguard, yo, they hook Richard, up. They hook yes, up. Yes, Richard Madden. You, sh- you want to make a movie? People got to hook up in this movie. You can't have a movie. Oh yes, you can't have a movie about people who fuck and not have them fucking. I pr- I am so pro hooking up in film. Um, I Elton just- John fucks. Freddie Mercury yeah. fucks. You can't make yeah. a movie about him and not have him fuck. Sorry. Well, I just thought it was fun the way every time they'd be like, oh, Freddie, bad news. We need to write a song where the audience goes. <laughs> and then Freddie would be like, Darling. oh, what? <laughs> and he'd write it right then and there. 
and then they perform it and people loved it i was like this is so fun <laughs> i i was i was like uh, massively offended by everything and i loved how they went on tour in like they called it like central um, not central america they called it like Midwest USA. <laughs> like they wouldn't even give the name of the city. It was I one of the many things I would like that made me pull my eyes out during that movie. Well, look, it's a difference of opinion, and now you all know I actually lo- like slow rap. So there you go. Did we talk enough about best supporting actress? We talked about Bates. We spoke about talked about Dern. Yeah, who cares? Flo Pew, sorry. You'll have a ton more chances, I'm sure. Yeah, exactly. All right. Um I think we got some nice uh, screenplay love, adapted screenplay. Taika wins. That's fun. Yeah, that was fun for him. And he, I think he's great. We like him up on stage, having a good time. He had a good speech, I thought. He seemed legitimately nervous. Yeah, he did, which is like different from someone like him to me. I know, because he's like, he's like such a confident, comedic performer, you know. Yeah, and he has a sort of like outlaw quality to him, where you'd think he wouldn't care that oh, much yeah. about awards. Sort of like the director of Parasite, but well, he was happy. Good for him. So, should we do Parasite now? <laughs> yeah, you don't want to talk about achievement and sound editing. Uh, as someone who edits sound, no. Moving on. All right. I think Danielle has cut out, but I'm just going to keep talking. Parasite wins. Okay. Uh, best yes. director, best picture, best screenplay. One yep. more other thing. I forget what. Uh, oh, uh, feature international. Best international. It won oh, best yeah, picture which, twice. Yeah. Usually when that happens, usually when they win best international, it's like write them off. They're not winning best. It's feature like, too. yeah, you got this. And same thing with screenplay too. It's like, oh, you smart person. You wrote the movie. Good for you. Yeah. Hey, Jojo rabbit. Very cute. Very funny. Here's your little award for typey typey. Go away. And they didn't do that here for parasite. They gave it all the awards. Like typically they, and even the same thing with director as well. Like, when uh, Ang Lee wrote one for Life of Pi, it's like, all right, cool. You made a movie about a tiger in a boat. Here you go. Here's your little award. Now we're going to give it to like some shitty movie. It was it was great. And I, I loved Parasite. Did, did, have we spoken about Parasite on this podcast before? I think everyone knows we are Parasite gang. Um I think we have talked about it. It's one of those movies, because I'm confident I've said this before, the reason I like it so much is it's one of those movies that I always like. I like reading more and more about. I like hearing people's interpretations. It's at the risk of sounding cliche. It's the type of movie that makes you think. And and so I really, really liked it. I'm very happy for them. I, I think it's great. It's a real Cinderella story. I yeah I loved it. I mean, it's, I guess we did thirty five minutes on this podcast not talking about it, and now we're kind of like, oh, don't have much to say about Parasite. But it's I well, mean, the movie is. I'm confident we've talked about the movie itself before. I really am. Yeah, I mean, and also I don't like. I imagine lots of people haven't seen it who are watching 
or listening to this, it's like, uh, I don't want to talk about the movie. It's like, please go see this movie. If, you know, if us raving about it and everyone you know who's seen it raving about it and the Oscars, which like 1917 is such an Oscar movie. And I really liked 1917, but like the fact that they gave a Korean movie best picture, like, man, that movie must be fucking awesome. And it yeah. is. Um, and if you're like me and sometimes hearing like just a hundred percent praise for something makes you like, yeah. not want to see it. Yeah. No, I'm the same way. Um, um, just know, like, don't feel pressured. Take it in your own time. Like you don't have to see it on the big screen. No, yeah, <laughs> you can rent it. You can rent you it on did. iTunes or whatever. But yeah, exactly. It's like, take your time. Don't rush into it. You will see it and you will agree with us. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. The movie's, like, really fast. It's really funny. Like, I was kind of, you know, when I went to go see it, I I see all my movies at the Arclight in Los Angeles where they have, like, the staff is, the staff is, like, very outgoing and, like, they come and, like, introduce the movie and I'm walking into it and, like, a guy's, like, you're gonna like this movie's like really really good. I'm like okay, guy who's making eleven dollars an hour and is the same age as me. Let's 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 calm down here, all right? And but the movie is just it's really engrossing. It's really funny. It's really scary and and thrilling. And it's just, it's like you get halfway in this movie, you're like I oh my god, I just want this to keep going for hours and hours. And yeah. and Parasite rant, good for them, good for America. Good for America. For once, we got it right. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> should we get into some comments and questions before Absolutely. we leave off behind? Do we have any other grudges between you and I to um, address hmm. after the Quibi podcast mess of 2020? <laughs> I don't think so. Oh, do you want to talk about the hunt? Oh, the hunt. So I watched <laughs> the trailer for it. What's the, what the what's going on here? It's just like in the news because it was banned from theaters, mm-hmm. but now it's well not banned, but it was pulled. It was supposed to come out last year, mm-hmm. and now it's being put back. It's a Blumhouse movie. It's a horror. You know, like Blumhouse loves to do these social commentary movies, like The Purge or like this movie. And I just think it looks like a lot of fun, so I wanted to bring it up. It's where basically in the trailer they're like the leftist elite has made this game where, you know, the poor people from the middle of the country have to like hunt and kill each other for, for the leftist elites delight. So it's kind of like a demented, um, American battle Royale, which I think sounds very fun. But with a whole like, Oh, the left coast liberals are actually there. No, they're actually the, the, the evil ones. But I, uh, I, to tie it back, to wrap it up with a nice bow, apparently, like mm-hmm. being the 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 symbol, like the lead, of, like a liberal elite, like evil person, is yeah. personal. Hey, Julie <laughs> icon, Hillary Swank. Who, yes, you. Yes, it, when you came to LA, not to visit me, but we did hang out. We went to Whole Foods, grabbed some snacks, and we stood behind Hillary Swank in line at the West Hollywood. Whole Foods, and it was a formative moment for us in our individual adult journeys and our collective yes. uh, friendship journey. And just in the narrative of Hey Julie, yeah. this was an incredible moment because, as Brett mentioned, I was in LA and we decided to meet up and walk 
two Whole Foods. <laughs> in Los Angeles. We could have driven. <laughs> As our activity, we we walked to Whole Foods, <laughs> did some separate grocery shopping, and ran into Hillary Swank, checked out, and then she was gorgeous. Walked. I think we walked separate ways home. <laughs> I don't remember. No, no, no. Did because, you come back? To no, yeah, no, because I, I, I like parked at wherever you were staying. Because okay, I wouldn't have walked. So you, I wouldn't have walked like back to my house. That was too far. You, you, you brought your groceries back, put them in the car, and we said goodbye. <laughs> was that it? <laughs> was I guess that so. And then we started a podcast together, and then you started <laughs> a different podcast without me. <laughs> Okay, let's get into, uh, now that we've talked about the hunt, <laughs> let's get into a couple questions. Um, this is from Mini Cthulhu. <laughs> Thoughts on pop TV? They've got Shit's Creek, Florida Girls, and are the network that saved one day at a time. And so, hashtag BB after, after dark. Exactly. So that's the thing. I have a little bit of inside knowledge about pop TV because... Oh. I work with two people who used to work at Pop TV. Oh. And they said that it was a perfectly fine work environment. <laughs> so, <laughs> Many places are. <laughs> so that's my hot gossip about that. Um, you know, Pop TV's having a moment with Shit's Creek. I've not seen Florida Girls, nor have I heard about it until this very moment. Have you? No, I haven't heard of any of these things other than Shit's Creek, which. I don't know. It doesn't like I've seen an episode, uh, you know, good for them. Good for them. Yes. People who like it. Good for you. But But here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's why you and I have a podcast together. Yeah. Despite our many differences, Mm. we have such similarities. And I am the same way about Schitt's Creek. I'm like, it's not for me. And I'm so happy for everyone who loves it. And I support Canadian content, obviously. Oh, yes. But I just, it comes up on my Netflix and I'm like, no, thank you. I'd rather go watch Bo Rap again. Also, I'll just be real. It bothers me that Eugene Levy's son is in it. Like Mm, The nepotism is too much. Yeah, I don't like nepotism. Mm. Well, Laura Dern, also nepotism. Doesn't matter. She's a... Queen. She's, she's, <laughs> yeah, we love her. She's Mindy I'm Kaling's saying, queen. Listen, I'm Beanie just Feldstein's queen is Mindy Kaling. Mindy Kaling's queen is Laura Dern. Yes, Laura Dern's queen secular. is who knows. Oh, oh, from at M Rep Two. This is a new. I, I don't think we've ever gotten a question from I this don't person before. This name. So I don't hi. remember this name. Yeah, hi. Um, I'm so happy Parasite pulled through at the Oscars. Yes. What was your favorite part of the movie? Also, what you what do you what did you think was the biggest hot or not of the Oscars night? Okay, I mean, I got to think about the hot or not, but we'll, we'll get there. My favorite part of the movie was the montage that sort of ends around 45, 50 minutes in the movie, where yeah. the family does the thing that they try to do, and I don't really want to say I don't want to be like any more. Uh, it's hard but without spoilers. Peaches. Peaches, baby. A nice peach. Yeah. A nice Georgia peach. That's all. If you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. Well, I'll say my favorite part of the movie was, and this might change, but just thinking about it was, is the part um, after the flood 
when oh my God, the, the flood. dad oh is God. taking, but when the dad takes the, the poor dad takes the rich wife on her shopping trip and she's so happy because the garden looks so beautiful thanks to that rain. Oh my God. And he is the perfect picture <sighs> of misery. And it's like this natural daily occurrence that just has complete opposite, uh, effects on two very different people and it was just beautifully done i uh yeah no i i mean i love this whole movie it's it's fantastic like there's not really a part of it that i dislike like and i yeah i mean hey when everyone who listens to this podcast listens to the movie let me know and then we'll do a spoilers discussion yeah we'll do a whole episode. hey julie bb (laughs) hey julie big brother at gmail.com um what was the biggest hot or not of oscars night the biggest not and i didn't even watch it Mm. has but it also weirdly simultaneously probably was the biggest hot was eminem's performance that was (laughs) because it was so shocking it was a shocking twist dad eminem is weird like he does he dye his beard i don't like it something seems off about his facial hair i don't know um, I that was not the biggest not the biggest not was probably Randy Newman. I mean, it was all the songs as well as like the, the like the funny rap in the middle. Did you watch this? Mm. Did you fall asleep? No, I was asleep. They got some guy. I had no idea. Maybe ask your twenty. Maybe your twenty four year olds knew because he's like a TikTok artist or oh, whatever. Okay, okay, yeah. But he's like, hi, I'm a funny guy. Uh, here's a rap about what's happened so far. It's like, yo. I'm one of the nine people watching the Oscars. I'm very, yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to do a podcast on it soon. I know exactly what's happened. <laughs> yeah, biggest, don't condescend to me. Big, the biggest hot was was Parasite. Was was Bong winning? Yeah, was, that was hot. I'm saying that he's going to drink. Was the movie winning? Like Jane Fonda. I I rewatched like five times in a row just Jane Fonda like opening the the envelope and just being like. Jane Fonda took a break from getting arrested every weekend and knew she had to deliver. And she did. Frankie Um, and and Johnny on 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 (laughs) Grace and Frankie on Netflix now. Grace and Frankie, which which I'm gonna steal this joke from my friend Alex, but she calls it gross and (laughs) frumpy. It's good. It's good. Okay. (laughs) Anyway, uh, now from at John Howard 023. If you had been in the audience during the Eminem performance, what level of seat dancing would you have done? Who are the best and worst performers, presenters and performances? So if I'd been in the audience during the Eminem performance, honestly, that's when I would have gotten up and probably tried to go to the bathroom because that's a long song. You would have gotten up and you would have like looked at one of the producers like in the aisles and been like seat filler, seat filler, just right right over here. Like however long the song is, uh, that plus a bathroom break. Yeah, or grab a snack or something. It was just that's a long and it's a good song. Listen, I'm not saying it's not a good song. But. I I will say this, and this is a not even a humble brag. It's just a brag. I had the yes. the divine pleasure of having seen a movie premiere in that theater a couple months ago, and it is mm. not as big as you'd think. And okay. that's that's my takeaway is that the. It seems like it's huge, especially because like they do that shot where it looks up and it's like there's four or five levels of mm-hmm. uh, of people. But like the orchestra level, it's not very big, and you know you can imagine sitting there and it's like, oh wow, there's Brad Pitt, so, like, there's Zach you, Braff. 
Yeah. If you got up to leave, he would notice. He Everyone would, would notice. And right. it's like you're at the school assembly and it's like Danielle gets up right in the middle, right when they're about to say, like, don't drink and drive or whatever. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So I guess I'm, and to the specific question, what level of seat dancing would I have done? I would have done a little shimmy. Yeah, I would have. Uh, I would have done like maybe a light fist, fist a light <laughs> fist pump, but I, I would barely raise it above my head. Um, who are the best and worst presenters and performances? Best, obviously, Kiki and Maya. Yeah. Worst, Timothy Chalamet. I. It is unbelievable that they have like actors come out and say that like. Some of the things they like, it's like two thirds of them are like, <sighs> all right, here's Oscar Isaac. And he's like, sound mixing is what makes you hear things. And it is these uh, skilled artisans who help you hear. And it's like, mm-hmm. what the, f- like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> this is like an it's interactive a- CD ROM, like explaining <laughs> yeah. very basic 24 year olds. <laughs> It was a disc that you put in your computer and it had information <laughs> on it. You could click through it. Yeah. It was like, a, just, just it was like, hi, I'm, I don't know, Kevin Costner. Um, editing is a thing. Like, shut up. What is this? I hate it. I hate all, every time an actual celebrity comes out and does a humorless. Yes. Uh, um, yeah. So all of them were the worst to you. Yes. And then the worst, the best performance was the, I feel, I'm not sure which country she was from, oh. but the super sexy, like totally eye fucking the camera Elsa during the not uh, Frozen 2 song. So no, you're going to have to rewatch Adina. it. You're going to have to rewatch it and let us know which, which I think country. I'm going to say Miss, Miss Norwegian, mm-hmm. but because okay. there are a bunch of them and they all have like, they're all bringing something different to the table. Yeah. But this one was like, I'm going to fuck this camera and Steven Spielberg's going to cast me in the next uh, musical he does or the next Quibi show he does. <laughs> so I give, I really respect that. And I think that was the best of the night. The worst. Uh, I'm yeah. sorry. Janelle Monáe. <laughs> The word, I mean, I think Randy Newman was really, really hot. You know, I'll give it to Cynthia Erivo. She was very good. Oh, I didn't I, see her. She is very she good. She sang a song from the Harriet movie, which I did not see, uh, you know, whatever on that movie. The performance was very good. Okay. She, I mean, she's a talk about a five tool athlete. She's got it all. Oh, my God. She is, she is great. Uh, who do you want? Oh, do you want to host next year? And who should it be? We sort of answered that. We are in agreement, I think. Yeah. Give me give me Steve. How about a little... Give me Steve, Chris, Maya, and Kiki. Yeah, I have a little an idea. foursome. Okay. I have an idea. Just pops in my head right now. Chandler, Ross, Joey, <laughs> Rachel, Monica, and Phoebe. Whoa. Just get the friends. Are you the millennial whisperer? Like yes. <laughs> the, that, Friends that, reunion hosting the Oscars. <laughs> like you can mix I it up. It. You can have a little bit of like little funny Could stuff with Chandler. Be full of any more stars. <laughs> a little bit of like, oh, I'm Joey, and then like, Mon- and then Monica comes out and she's like, guys, we have to get this going faster. It's already two hours and fifty three minutes in. We still have nineteen more awards to go. Yeah, there you go. And then. And then Rachel being like, Joey, it's the Oscars, not the Oscar Meyer wieners. 
And he's like, but I'm hungry. And then what? and then Ross comes out, hey, hey Rach, uh, I'm thinking uh, maybe after this, if you want to go to in and out on Sunset. How did we get here? <laughs> but people who listen this far have been rewarded. Yes. Okay. And then... Um, he wants to know, can we get a Julie eviction night style description of the best and worst outfits? So I'm only going to do one of these because we can't, we can't possibly go through that many because it's truly almost my bedtime, but oh, yeah. I'll do it for, um, best actress, Renee Zellweger. Oh God. Renee was wearing a skin tight beaded silver sequined gown that had one long arm and one armless. It was shiny, incandescent, bright, and beautiful. It made a statement while being subtle. It said, I'm here, while also saying, I'm queer. Get used to it. It was hot. Hold on. Is Renee bi? <laughs> I don't know, but she's playing Judy Garland. Is Judy Garland LGBT. She's, a, she's an icon, an LGBT icon. Oh, I, I, but someone could be like an LGBT icon without being queer themselves. Like you can, yeah, you can. You confused me there at the end, but I loved, I loved <laughs> your commitment. I, I missed the bit so much. Do you think it was a hot or not? I do not remember what she looked like because I was like peeling my fucking eyelids over my face <laughs> when she was talking. I was so fucking bored any when she was talking. Like I don't like the Renee. Like I thought I thought ScarJo should have won. I thought Scar, wow. like I was upset about that. That nobody saw this fucking movie. That she's already won a damn Oscar. She's weird. She's like just listing off people. Every person she's met in her life. Like since the the third Bridget Jones movie or whatever, like yeah. I looked at my phone for what felt like seven years, <laughs> yeah. And I looked up and she was still talking. And my friends who don't watch any movies are like, "I can't believe we're still watching this." And I'm like, "Come on, Parasite's about to win." She's just kooky. She's a, yeah. she's my kooky queen. Kooky queen. Well, do we have any more wow. questions? No, we I did but we did get one comment that I it was from six days ago, but I still want to read it. Oh, yeah, it was very it. nice. Um and it was I mean very nice but very unrealistic. So it's from Raj Yu. And they said, Thank you for the new podcast. How about you guys make Hey Julie a daily podcast? Please. <laughs> Whoa. And you know what? Someday maybe we can. And we appreciate that you would want that. It's so impossible to even do a weekly one, but we're here and we're trying. How about this, Raj? You. If we get paid <laughs> to, enough to quit our jobs and do this every day, then absolutely. Oh, we'll do it. We'll, we'll don't do it. Us, Raj. I'll do it. I'll wear, I'll, you know, whatever sponsor, I'll, I don't care. I don't. I guess. love Colgate. I, I brush with Colgate anything. every day. Oh yeah, and I love my Quip toothbrush. Oh yeah, <laughs> we will um, do it. To answer your question, theoretically, fuck yes. Reality, <laughs> hell no. 
<laughs> I think that's a great way to end. Not this. even during Big Brother, we barely do twice a week. <laughs> it's very difficult. Um, but thank you all so much for listening and staying with us on this journey. Uh, you know, thank you for your reviews and your comments on iTunes, <laughs> I think, and ratings, um, mm-hmm. and for tweeting at us at Hey Julie BB. Yeah, on Twitter. You could always send us an email at heyjuliebigbrother at gmail.com. But you want me to check that right now? You want me to check that right now? check it. How about yeah, you, you talk for a second while I type. Everyone will hear me type. So you can always tweet at us. I'm usually the one who's manning the Twitter account in case you can't tell from my excessive use of exclamation points on the Twitter. You can always tweet at us. Give us your hot tips. We, if you have like any pop culture things that you think we should be discussing, let us know. Um, in the meantime, we'll just keep doing like the big stories of the week. Okay. Brett's laughing. We have one new email and it's uh-huh. from right now. Google, a new device has, lo- has signed into <laughs> HeyJulieBigBrother at gmail.com. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell Thank yeah. you, Google. <laughs> yes. <sighs> oh, boy. Well, Thank you all so much. I I loved it. I loved it. So what what's next for us? What is next? We need to talk about what, what do we need to How talk about? How about we think about it and get back to you? We'll think about it. And yeah, tweet at us. Well, you'll see. Um, isn't the hunt coming out soon? Yeah, exactly. We're gonna do a whole podcast about the hunt. Oh well, it'll be great because I won't see it. You'll tell me all about it. I watched the trailer today. <laughs> that's gonna be a, that's gonna be a no for me, dog. So, <laughs> all right. Thank you again, Brett. Thank you. Oh, thank you so much for sharing this. I I was so excited to talk to you about it. Like I sat down to watch the Oscars, and I'm like, yes, I know yes. one person in this world is sharing this experience with me. Exactly. Before I fell asleep. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Bye, Julie. Bye, Julie.